Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ride With Me podcast. This is your host, Mufus Chowdhury, and you are listening to episode number 24. I woke up this morning and I decided that today would be a good day to do a practical episode. I know I spent a lot of time talking about mindset, but I really want to live up to that 90-10 rule where 90% of my episodes are about mindset and 10% are those practical steps that you could really start applying today. So today is going to be one of those 10% episodes. I really want to help with content distribution I think that's where I want to go with with today's focus, just with something that I've been thinking about and that's been on top of my mind as I've been making this drive this morning. And I think content distribution is an interesting conversation because there are so many different outlets, so many mediums to get your message across to the audience. Think about it. You have the video output where you could start recording yourself, upload it onto YouTube, and let people visually watch you and listen to you in order to get the message and consume it and then there is things like social media where you could communicate and deliver your message in many different ways sometimes in uh, 180 character which is now doubled up on twitter allowing you to send a tweet to other people and interact with them and then there is things like instagram where you're sharing a photograph with a caption and communicating your message through that medium we also have things like the podcast that you're listening to right now which allows you to share your message through voice and you also have things like blog articles where you can spend some time crafting a lengthier message sharing a series of messages often and then passing it on to other people to read through and spend some time really consuming that message so there's so many different ways to approach it and i can understand where the challenge could be thinking about where to start How do you start distributing your content? Which platform should you be investing your time in? If you break out the hours that are spent on each account, which account should receive the largest number of hours? And those are all excellent questions. It makes sense that you're thinking about it and you have your head wrapped around that, trying to figure out how to create a content strategy that makes sense for you. But I want you to actually think about it in two different ways. The first way is I want you to be completely honest with yourself. Have a heart-to-heart with yourself and really break down where your strengths and weaknesses are. If you're not willing to be honest with yourself about where your weaknesses are, you're really going to miss out on the opportunity to, to figure out where you want to spend a lot of your time in. The more honest you are and the more you get out of this heart-to-heart with yourself, you're going to realize that it's going to be easy to define what you're good at and what you're not so good at. For example, from my perspective, I decided that I wasn't very good on video. I just didn't want to participate in that. I get too self-conscious. I start worrying about not just how I'm sounding, but now how things are looking from different angles, if the scenery is right, a lot of prep work that is involved. And I decided at that point that maybe YouTube wasn't the right funnel for me. And as a result of that, aside from a few content pieces that I may upload on YouTube, I really haven't entertained YouTube enough to consider myself a YouTube expert. However, it's not to say that if you don't play in the game of YouTube you're going to completely lose and it's also not to say that if you are in the game of YouTube you're not playing it great like you could be doing all the wrong things with a YouTube account and that could be falling apart and completely failing as well so it's important to decide to spend time on YouTube if you're comfortable with what YouTube is all about 
If it's not, you're spending a lot of your time and energy doing something that you A, may not be great at, and B, that you're just not enjoying. And I encourage you to really think about whether or not you want to spend a lot of your time there. But there's obviously a lot of value with the tons and tons of people that are consuming content on YouTube every single day. It makes sense if you're good at it to really go at it at full speed, doubling down and taking advantage of the benefits that comes out of it. I decided after a heart-to-heart with myself that I wanted to take the audio approach. I wanted to really push podcasts as one of my go-to approaches to get my messages across. And it was a big thing that I thought a lot about. I realized that I... It's not that I'm crazy about my voice, although my voice isn't bad. I think it's a lot more tolerable now in this age than it was in my higher pitch days, which I would have never even thought about doing a podcast. But I'm a little bit more okay with it right now. I like the idea of being able to very quickly share messages with you that you can listen to while you're doing something else. Right, like while you're driving, you could have this playing on your audio Bluetooth. While you're running, you could have this playing on your headphones. Uh, you just can consume a podcast while doing something else, and that's just something that you can't do with the other mediums. So it really just gives you that extra advantage and allows me to go on the go with you wherever you are and continue providing value wherever you are and adjusting to your lifestyle. So I found that to be a powerful enough tool and me being comfortable with it that I decided to go all in on the podcast. Now, the thing about the podcast is there's not only about whether or not you want to do it, but how you want to do it is another question that you need to have yourself and really need to answer as honestly as possible. For me, I realized that doing a podcast by sitting down and having a script in front of me was a very challenging thing to do. I was sounding extremely robotic, and actually I'm sure there's a lot of um, content from the past that I tried recording as a podcast with a script that just didn't sound great, but you can get a sense of how non-authentic I felt doing it and as I was reading that script as much as it was my content as much as I wrote it and I was trying to read it back I just couldn't help but sound robotic and it really bothered me but I realized by this new setup where I'm speaking to the microphone while I'm on the road it's completely become a massive game changer because now I'm able to just casually have a conversation into this microphone as if you were sitting beside me in my passenger seat and we were having a conversation. So it's become very natural for me that while I'm driving around and having this mic very securely attached in front of me, I'm able to just very quickly share some thoughts with you. And I find this to be one of my favorite ways to get ideas across to you and really get you the most freshest and the and the largest value and give you information in its rawest form without diluting it by trying to find the best way to explain it to you and really just trimming it down with some fancy verbiage to sound smart. So podcast has been a really important thing for me. Now, you may not be comfortable with being in front of the camera, and you may also not be comfortable with voice. You may just not like the sound of your voice. You're not great at speaking. It's just not something you want to participate in, and that's fair. If that's the case, you still could approach the game through blog writing and you could start putting on content through written word, sharing your ideas on this digital paper and then exporting it, communicating it with other people, just truly letting others 
come to your website or come to your content site and start pulling in the ideas that you're sharing and it really allows you to win. Blogs have been winning for a very long time. When we do websites for our clients, it's something that I push is an absolutely mandatory thing is to have a blogging strategy to really build content around your website and to really win in the search engines and provide value for your visitors. So it's no different anywhere else. I started in the digital marketing game by blogging. When I started my initiative while I was in college and called it Project Reinvention, I spent a lot of time writing blogs and that's what allowed me to have thousands and thousands and thousands of traffic coming in from hundreds of countries and getting all this great feedback and all these great things that happens. But blogging is truly magical. I think that whether you're succeeding in YouTube or you're succeeding in podcasting, you should never ignore the written blog because there's a lot of power behind it that you can't get through video and audio. And it's just something that you could really truly build a bank on. And I've spent a lot of time on it back in the days. There was a blog that I wrote many years ago um, about something that happened to me in my life. And I remember writing it at a very difficult time in my life. It was the day that I went blind. And I wrote about this in my book where I was giving a tour for the college that I was going to. I was giving a tour to the parents and their and their kids about what the college is about and what it has to show and all the value that it has to offer. And then I had the craziest thing happen to me where halfway in uh, this tour that I was giving, I started feeling a burning sting in my eye and I started freaking out not knowing why that was happening. And, uh, you know, a few minutes after that, I ran to the washroom and I started rinsing my eye out because I was freaking out that I thought I was going blind and... At the end of it all, my eyes shut closed and I couldn't open it and I was freaking out. I called my dad to come pick me up and he took me to the hospital and they had me laying there with just thinking about life and they made me realize that I had an eye infection and that I wasn't going to be able to open my eyes for a few days and it was a very challenging day for me. Number one, because man, I really thought I was never going to see again. Like it was a scary thought. But number two, simply because of being in a situation where I just couldn't operate. I couldn't do anything when you can't see. Um, and I felt very limited. I felt very trapped. So I spent those days just laying in my bed. And eventually my eyesight is slowly started coming back. And I decided that instead of just laying there and not doing anything, I was actually going to sit there and write a blog article about this experience and see what happens. And I sat on my bed and I wrote this article out very slowly, very carefully as I was able to slowly start opening my eyes again. And I shared my experience about how I went blind and what I got out of that experience, such as realizing how lucky I am to have my family take care of me, um, realizing how good things are and how lucky I am to even have an eyesight to begin with, just truly just talking about different things in the gratitude area. And then I finally published a blog article, didn't know what to expect, but I was just excited that I could do something productive while I was in that state. A couple days later, the website traffic started skyrocketing. I found out that this was the most successful blog article I've ever written. It just brought in a lot of traffic and it was amazing to me with how many people were able to relate and appreciate this article. I even had a professor from the University of Iran 
reach out to me and say that they were so inspired by this article that he wanted to share it with his classroom and then he later sent me a photo of him actually reading this blog article to his class with my face up on the PowerPoint presentation behind him and I thought that was just the coolest thing ever that an article that I wrote half blind on my bed in Mississauga was being read at a massive hall in the university across the world. Like it's just an amazing thing. I couldn't believe what a great experience that was. So with that being said is I just want to get across to you the power of blog writing. I think it's important to understand how much value you can get from it and how far it can really go if you put in the time into it. So please take my word for it. No matter what medium you're using, no matter what you're good at, don't ignore blog writing. Take it under your wing and try it out. And then lastly, I don't want to ignore the social media accounts out there, but if you also don't like writing a lot, if you're just not willing to write massive essays and big articles that you could share across and you just prefer being uh, one of those back and forth messaging type of people, I can respect that, I can appreciate that, and as a result, I encourage you to try something like Instagram and Facebook and spend your time there because that truly allows you to bounce messages back and forth and have a conversation with other people, which can also be very, very powerful. But the second thing I want you to think about, I know, I went on for a while on the first thing. Believe it or not, that was all one thing, which is simply figure out what you're comfortable with because that's going to matter and it's going to be a lot more fun to invest your time in the things that you like doing or you're good at. But number two is figure out where people are spending a lot of the time. And when I say people, I mean your audience, the people that you want to reach out to, your target market. If they're not in the platform where you're spending a lot of time with, then you need to reinvest you need to reinvestigate whether or not your strategy is being approached the right way and potentially recalibrate and look at another direction and one a good example that I like to think about is the fact that I've been using Twitter since day one Twitter was my go-to platform it was my digital caffeinated beverage that I was addicted to I would spend all my time on Twitter almost too much time literally every hour of every day that I was awake I would be pulling out my phone and spending the time tweeting other people, jumping into conversations, sharing updates, joining these chats that happen every hour. And I was really just being massively involved with it. And I built quite a big following of, I think, just above 6,000 people. Um, I also had a Project Reinvention account that did, I think, about 9,000 followers. So I spent a lot of time really just growing that community and spending a lot of time engaging with others and truly building what Twitter is all about. And I think I received a lot of attention. A lot of people were inviting me to come out and speak to events or consult them about how to use Twitter efficiently. So there was a lot of good things that came out of it. But as much as I spent all that time into it, I had no problem walking away from that platform and investing it somewhere else if I felt like Twitter wasn't giving me the same value back. And at some point over the last few years, Twitter just started losing a massive decline in their engagements. And I started realizing that as I was posting tweets each day and realizing that the engagements were just not as good as it used to be. A lot of the people I used to speak to are no longer using Twitter and I had a lot of ghost accounts following me. So it came to a point where I made the decision to rather than get emotionally attached to the Twitter account and try to make it work, you know, keep feeding tweets hoping one day it'll come back to life and it's... 
and just stick with it regardless of what's happening in the industry, I decided to do the smart thing and reinvestigate where things are going and then readjust to it. So I realized that a lot of the people that I want to reach out to and have these conversations with were starting to migrate over to Instagram. So I started now putting my time into Instagram and I very quickly fell in love with it. I'm absolutely hooked on Instagram. I love using it. I love the engagement, um, being able to build some great relationships, a lot of new friends that I've met as a result of using Instagram. And that has now become my new digital beverage that I'm addicted to. So it's something that I enjoy using. But now here's the thing. If one day the same thing happens to Instagram as it did with Twitter, Or let's say Twitter just somehow finds a way to bounce back and everyone goes back to Twitter and it starts taking off again. I have no problem going back to Twitter and picking that up and starting all over again. As a matter of fact, because I already have a following, because I've already put in the work, it will actually be a lot easier for me to go back into it and pick it up again. So I have no emotional attached to these accounts. I encourage you to treat it the same way. Don't get so invested in an account that you're not willing to let it go if times go bad. You need to be in a situation where you're spending most of your time where the most value is. And if you're not doing that, you're really wasting a lot of time and maybe years spending time building something that wouldn't have mattered and it couldn't matter and it would have mattered a lot more if you did it somewhere else. So it's very important to think about where your target market is spending most of their time and are you spending your time building there. It doesn't make sense building a shopping mall in a farm farm region where no one is ever going to visit because they have no interest when there was a city right beside you with a giant crowd that's dying for a new mall. You really want to make sure you invest your time building where everyone else is looking for your type of product, service, or message. So with that being said, I encourage you to start today. Whatever account stood out to you based on the two things that I was sharing, whatever comes top of mind as this is what I think I'll be good at, please start today. Don't dwell on it. If you decide that you want to wait a few days and then pick it up and maybe you'll give it a shot, I guarantee you it's either not going to happen or it's not going to be very long before you give up. If you're truly excited about an account now, be it Instagram, be it YouTube, be it podcast, be it writing a blog, Please do it now. Get the ball rolling and try something new and just put some fire into it. And if anything, I want to encourage you to get super committed on that account for 90 days straight. For 90 days, nonstop, every single day, for 90 days going hard. Put everything into that account. And if you feel like at that point, after 90 days, you're not getting any value from it or you're just not enjoying it, then I'm completely okay with you trying something else. But if if you don't find value in it and you truly put in the work, I will be absolutely stunned. And the first thing I would want to ask you is what is it that you're doing on this account? Because it just may be that your strategy that you're applying in these accounts may not be great. You may want to readjust it. But as long as you're having a good time and you're really spending the time figuring out the ropes for how things work in these accounts, I think you'll truly win. Guys, my goal is not to help you kind of win on every account. My goal is to help you win big on just a couple accounts. And that's really what I want to focus on, helping you figure out which accounts you want to be win big on and then what you can do with it as you start bringing out your message and your branding in these areas. Guys, thank you so much for listening. 
If you haven't subscribed, please do me a favor and hit that subscribe button. Let's keep writing for the long run. And if you guys have any questions, please do continue sending DMs to me on Instagram. I've been receiving a lot of messages over the last couple of weeks, um, especially after the couple of events that I've done. And it's been exciting for me to spend a lot of time just sitting back and responding back to you and truly helping you with your situation. Spend as much time as you can giving me a lot of context. And I, I promise I'll give you the same back. I'll give you my 110% energy and my attention to make sure you get the best ideas and feedback. Guys, this has officially been the longest episode that I've done on the Ride With Me podcast, and that's what I promised you when I got sick. I told you I was coming back hard and I'd be dropping some fire, so here's one of many fires that I'll be dropping episode after episode three times a week religiously. Guys, thank you for listening. Have an amazing day, and I'll see you on Friday. Take care.